Welcome to Everyone's a Critic, a show where a guest picks a movie rated below 40% on Rotten Tomatoes and tells us why critics got it wrong. I'm your host, Yanis Cove, a formerly pretentious film school student, 10 years later sees the error of his ways. My guest today is comedian and writer Hayley O.C. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. I am so excited to talk about these movies and I'm excited to hear a little bit about whatever else you've talked about the other movies on this podcast I can't wait to hear. <laughs> it's such an interesting theme I love the topic like that's so great to argue bad movies yeah or like, or like pe- things that movies that people think are bad at least or yeah or like critics think are bad because there's Critically so many movies bad. yeah um yeah how are you doing today though okay I am doing very well today I am actually like being a productive human being which is not the norm for me every day so like I got up <laughs> I did my laundry. I like cleaning the kitchen. It was very abnormal. So I'm feeling oh, great. Wow. I think it's I'm early like for you as well, isn't it? <laughs> it's only 10. Yeah, it's 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I know I'm an early riser. Like that's just oh. how I've always been. So it's like not a bad thing for me. <laughs> I'm like, not. By I'm, noon, I'm such a late sleeper. <laughs> are you? Yeah. <laughs> God, that, I mean, that boat's full that you're ahead of the rest of the world for that then. So like, yeah, you're never really it's... missing out. You're just in a normal time zone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not missing out on American stuff. I'm missing out on like, the, yeah. the, the UK stuff. Yes, you are. <laughs> I you miss are out on UK mornings. <laughs> yes. How are UK mornings? I have a few friends there. I can't wait to visit. I mean, we're in lockdown right now, so... I heard you guys got sent back recently. Because yeah. you guys were open for a minute, right? Like, you had, like, we were open bars, for a long like, outdoor time. stuff. Yeah, we were open all summer. Yeah, like, all summer and autumn, I guess. Like, we only went into lockdown last week, I think. But, okay. yeah, it's not. I'm it's already so not jealous. fun. No. You, you want to go back You want to go back in? No, we're, I mean, like, we are in. Like, the problem with the American lockdown is that it's been, like, one foot in the door and one foot out the door the entire time. They're like, you're locked down, but not really. Like, you're sort of locked down. I mean, it kind of, of what we down. got. It's like, it depends yeah. on who wants to follow it, really, though. That's the thing as well. Because, like, some people will follow it. Some people are just like, oh, I'm not listening. And they get around it because they're like, oh, I need to go to work. Or I need to go to, mm-hmm. I need to do something else. I need to go visit these, these, these are the six people that I'm allowed to visit or whatever. Like, ugh, Yeah. It's See, stupid. Like, we have stuff like that here in pods. But, like, I also, like, a ton of my friends, like, have been going out and stuff and going to bars and and the thing is like even if even if that is allowed even if they say you can go and do this I'm good I don't need to risk it I can have a drink in my home like I'll just see the people I see and then go home you guys want to go to the bars I won't see anyone exactly exactly (laughs) that seems to be the like every every American I've spoken to actually has said the same thing as well like I don't know so I don't know who it is that's doing it That's so interesting. I guess we all just have like irresponsible friends. I guess you, you <laughs> talked with the most responsible parent of every friend group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you the parent of every friend? Are you the parent of your friend group then? Oh, absolutely. I'm, <laughs> I'm like weed daddy, drug mommy, just like regular mom. <laughs> like I take care, but it's, but it's good. I'm starting to allow myself to also be a person who's taken care of, which is yeah. like very difficult. So I'm like, okay, you guys can do things for me sometimes. I don't need to roll all your weed and cook all your food. (laughs) (laughs) It's fantastic. That is the one thing that I... I constantly seen from your, like, social media is the weed rolling thing. (laughs) It's just always, like... It's, like, I don't know what you're doing with the, like... I don't understand it (laughs) fully, because it's, like... It looks like pasta that you've rolled. It is. (laughs) 
It is. It is pasta. It's pasta. Yeah, it's a fusilli noodle. Yeah, it makes so much it's, sense. Now. Yeah, okay. See, this is what I love about it is because it truly like blows people's minds. And this was just something I stumbled upon. I was lucky enough to like my last job before quarantine. I worked at a cannabis corporate brand, so like we had five brands underneath us, and like it was very like you could smoke during the day, whatnot. Yeah. And so my coworker showed me how to roll these pasta joints, and like I'd always be like, "Why are you carrying around a bag of?" noodles and now I carry around a bag of noodles and like rolling papers and people are like what are you doing and I'm like it's in case I need to roll weed <laughs> it looks so strange but it works so well I don't know why more people don't do it it looks like it it, it looks really gimmicky but also at the same time it's like oh that looks so interesting and it like really stands out <laughs> Yeah, it's actually very functional, which is like stupid to say about a little like joint. Like, I don't know, but I yeah, it's really interesting. I do. I love rolling weed. Weed for me is like rolling it is my meditation. Like joints, blunts, noodle joints. Like I don't care. I like doing it all. Um, yeah. So that kind of like lead almost leads into this movie. It's because it's this movie it is Super Troopers, which is a it's considered a stoner classic at this point i feel like yeah that's what i was thinking too like it kind of is is that why you picked it a little bit um also just because like i really something in me like in the way i grew up watching so much comedy like i have such a deep love for all the really gimmicky and cheesy movies from like the early 2000s like i'm up on austin powers and that's still to this day like, I know it doesn't track in 2020, but I still <laughs> love it with my whole heart. Like, it's so good. And so I was like, this one's a really good one. I love, love Jay um, Chandrasekhar. Yeah. And he was like, he was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine too. And he did this weird bit about being in a multi-level marketing scheme. And like, that yeah. was his role. And I was just like, he can do it all. He has all these really weird, interesting comedic roles. And I like, <laughs> so jazzed to see it. But yes, I did definitely choose it a little bit because of its stonerness. It's got that to it. It's all about weed, the whole film. It and really it's is. It's so funny because, like, even the one point where, what is it? I think it's the governor, and she was like, oh, oh, they got it's a drug bust. Great. What did they get? Heroin? And they're like, no, 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 weed. And she's no, like, why me. am I here? Yeah. And like, that's the whole, like, she just doesn't that's care. Exactly. Um, like,. <laughs> But what what is your history with it then? Like, when was the first time you saw it? Can you remember? Uh, Super Troopers? I want to say, like, four or five years ago when I was in college, when I was, like, really starting to get back into weed smoking. Okay. And I was, like, starting to do it again, and I was watching all those cheesy films. Um, Mm. I want to say, like, an ex-boyfriend forced me to watch that. I think it was, like, the same one who also made me watch anime a lot. And it's like, if I watched anime on my own, I'd probably like it. But being forced to watch it, I think it made me dislike it. Yeah, being um, forced to watch anime doesn't sound fun. Yeah, like, you have, to, <laughs> you have to let someone come to you in those situations. <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw it a while ago in college, and I was very much like, this is my vibe. Like, this yeah. is who I am. Like, in college, I had a Mac Miller poster, a mm. This is the End poster, and a Pineapple Express poster, and an Entourage poster. So, like, oh, wow. I was more a frat boy. <laughs> yeah, that's like, very frat, isn't it? Girl. Especially very Entourage, having, having that. <laughs> I don't like how much I love that show. And it does not track at all. Could not pass a single Bechdel test. Could not Mm-mm. stand up in 2020. And, and I'll still watch it. I don't know what's wrong with me. I watched the whole thing. And now I look back and I was like, why did I watch the whole thing? It's not good. Sh- it's not a good show. 
I've watched it at least five times. <laughs> like, it's so terrible. I know it's bad. I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is bad. This is so stupid. I don't think I've seen and- it since it came out. <laughs> that's fair that's fair i think more people should be like that less people should watch it five times but at the same time i have seen eight seasons of it so yeah so you did sit all the way through you yeah and the movie culpable. the movie was terrible oh the movie oh is so bad so bad and um who did they throw in there Haley joel osmond they threw everyone in there like, Just a... it was yeah it was trash um mm. i don't rewatch that ever Honestly, I might start Entourage today when we log off because I'm currently, <laughs> um, I'm in uh, my like 18th probably rewatch of New Girl because New Girl's the show mm. I just like toss on in the background. Because yeah, it's a good one also, for that. I think, and from a comedic writing perspective, like it's really good to rewatch and rewatch so, ma- so much that like I really yeah. understand what they're doing, why they're doing it, and like why yeah. scenes work certain ways. So I'm like, that's how I rationalize the fact that I've watched it at least 15 times. So I'm like, it's studying. I watched, yeah, I go through like that, Parks and Rec, The Office, oh, just like, so uh, good. and uh, Community. Those are the, like the four I tend to go like, go back and watch. Yeah, the cult classics. Those are good ones. Oh God, I love Community. Donald Glover, I just like, yeah. I have so much love for him as a musical artist, but I really would love to see him. And, and like, I know he's in Atlanta too, but like, he kills at comedy. He has one of the best stand-up know, specials I've ever seen. And he just did that one off. And he like he never came back fun. to give us Yes. He never gave us any more treats after that. Like he was never like and like then he stopped doing his like rap that was also like kind of stand-up-y rap. Like yeah. his early rap mixtapes were very like um eloquent and laced with like a lot of verbiage that made them like yeah. funny and interesting. And so I'm like, show us, show us your comedy. We want to see it. <laughs> he just seems sad now and it's just yeah and i don't i don't blame them i mean where the world has gone versus where he started it's like (laughs) yeah the world has gotten much worse i don't blame him for making his happy shit that's gonna be me that's me when i'm soft tweeting on maine all the time (laughs) so hard (laughs) oh but actually speaking of oh you're right no no you go ahead i'm pulling up my notes i forgot that i had these oh you made notes I did make notes because I, I nice. was literally like, I love this movie and I don't want to forget any of like these <laughs> really funny, stupid parts. <laughs> I was going to say, do you know who directed a lot of these like comedic TV shows? It's Jay Chandrasekhar. Really? I didn't yeah, know that. I he did a lot of New Girl. As well. He did a bunch of New Girl stuff. He did a bunch of, um, I think he did some of Community and like he, do- he does a lot of like TV directing now. I didn't know that. That's so cool. Good for him. He's like, wow. I love that. Maybe that's why I like subconsciously love him so much too, is because like subliminally, I've probably been seeing his name. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm like, I love him. They're like literally (laughs) subliminally feeding me Jay Turner's cigar. I'm like, okay. (laughs) You'll notice it on your rewatch. Yeah, I will. Um, Now it's all I'm going to (laughs) see. But he... um, yeah, so he also directed this, which um, did notice he, that. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't sure if he he did, and I paid attention this time, like just to make sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's super troopers. It's uh, it's from the the uh, what they called the Happy Lizard team, Broken Lizard the team. Happy sorry. Lizard. Broken oh, Broken Lizard. lizard. Yes, I Broken did see lizard. that. I don't... <laughs> um, oh, so that is Broken Lizard, um, Jay's team. Yeah. Okay, because when it said starring Broken Lizard, I was yeah. like, what? 
And then I was so confused. Like, who is so Broken glad. Lizard? <laughs> yes, I'm glad we got that out of the way right up. Front. No, it's all. The, it's like the main cast. It's like the core cast. Okay. Oh, so he kind of had his. See, oh, that's my dream is to have like yeah. a J. Tandra Segar, like Chris Farley, Adam Sandler, Will Ferrell, like oh, yeah. non-straight white male type of team where it's like you and your friends are all making comedy together and making yeah. like movies. Like that's the so dream. Fun. Yeah. So they started. They started with like another movie before this. It was um, Puddle, Puddle something. I can't remember the name of it. But um, it was like a very very low budget movie. Um, and then from that they got this. Um, and then they kind of like just like branched out and like made a load of these kind of comedies. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Have you seen any of the rest of them? I'm not sure. I've seen. I've seen the second Super Troopers. That's for sure. I still haven't um, seen that. How is that? Really. That one I want to say is free right now on something because when I was Ooh. looking it up, I think Super Troopers Two is either on Netflix or Hulu. Um, I haven't seen it recently, but I did see it after I watched it. It was good, you know. I mean, yeah, it just it's a it's a what do you call it, the second film? Why can't I think of it? Sequel. There we go. This is the <laughs> dangers of weed. Everyone, please smoke responsibly. Um, a sequel to a cult classic. So it's like, it's yeah. good in the way that it has a lot of those like same themes and same like mm. comedy bits, but it's, you know, it's, they're never as good. But it's yeah. like worth a watch. I think worth a watch. Mm. The only thing that put me off was it came so long after and I was like, is it going to hold up? Is it going to like match the yeah. original? And like, and also like what I was going to say is like every, every movie they've made within the Broken Lizard uh, universe after this is, it doesn't, it's not as good as this one. So yeah. I'm kind of, I was also kind of like, uh, I, might, I don't know if I want to see it because <laughs> they, right. they made, they um, made Club Dread. I don't know if you've seen that. And then they made, um, which was like a horror comedy. Then they made um, uh, Beer Fest. Oh, and, I think I did see Beer Fest. And that, that was, was really bad. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> and then they made some other one after which was like, which went like straight to DVD. And I was like, oh, no. Oh God! Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like that's the offshoot of what can happen yeah. with those kind of comedy teams. It's like you do still need those outside perspectives. Like you need yeah. other people helping you build those stories <laughs> to make sure it's not just something that like you and your buddies find hilarious. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like if unless you're getting your Netflix deal like Adam Sandler does with his like tick comedy team, then then you're probably gonna yeah, then it might yeah. end up with this DVD straight to DVD yeah. style. <laughs> Oh my god! But, also, I like love the opening of this, and I love how oh, they the tied it in with the ending too. Like yeah. the ending, the final party scene, and like in mm. the same guy, I can't remember his name. It was definitely on um the one who eats the bag of shrooms and the weed. It's Jeffrey, um, Jeffrey. Oh, oh, what is his name? I feel like he had a really short last name, like Trend or Brend or something. Oh, I feel I like it's it. a really long name. <laughs> Rend, Render. I don't know. But he was super, super talented. I like, I love him in that. I love all three of like the main guys who start out and the, like the mm. whole stony thing. And like when they shoot, like they make the fake pistol with their hand and shoot the cop car with their hand. <laughs> and then like they come all the way back. They oh, it's so great. It. It's so good. It's just so iconic. Like that opening. <laughs> and they're so close to Canada. They're so yeah. close. That's like the whole bit. Oh my God. Yeah. So the, it, it's... um. Let me explain the premise to anyone who hasn't seen it. So it's just, it's a uh, it's a movie about uh, a bunch of uh, state troopers. That's what is that what they're called? Yeah, they're like state troopers. Yeah, and they're, state they're troopers. Like, yeah. Yeah, they patrol the highway in Vermont, like just like right outside of Canada, um, and 
they just like mess around all day because there's nothing going on. It's like nothing happening at all. So they just like yeah. mess around with everything, and then they, and they have a they have a feud with the, like the local cops who are actually like doing things, <laughs> and they want to like they want to be the ones to do things, and the the cops are always taking over, and then um, <laughs> and then they find out that they're gonna uh, one of the three departments is gonna get shut down because they are not uh is it because they're not make they're not take, making enough like arrests or something i don't entirely yeah that's that's what yeah. happens in america if you're not making enough arrests you don't yeah, get to keep your that's... job <laughs> <laughs> i have a lot of thoughts on this but please continue before i launch into my lectures <laughs> <laughs> well i mean that's the basic premise of it and so they, they they like they decide like they're gonna try and like keep do some kind of like normal work to uh to basically do something but they, they they discover like this big ba- big load of weed that they're gonna like uh use as their like the the way to get around it uh they because they'll make a big arrest around that uh that's basically the premise of it and then we can go we can talk about the whole movie as it goes along but like i want to yeah. hear your thoughts like you you said you the wanted premise- to look, look to, yeah the premise is like them like can these cops stop fucking around long enough to actually yeah. keep their jobs yes and like i it's, it's truly because it's, it's it's hilarious they're pulling pranks they have that one where it's like <laughs> who can say meow the most during like an arrest the, or a the scene i remember or... most out of anything that one that, um that and the liter of cola <laughs> the liter liter of cola what's a liter of cola that's so good <laughs> farva farva's terrible oh my god but, oh so... I, I hate him so much but i love it <laughs> i wanted to say this at the top because like this is something i'm like also realizing now is how much america produces propaganda which yes. is something like yes. I haven't realized until recent years. And like, this is really like another, and I'm sure this isn't what the comedy people intended when they were making mm. it. They, this wasn't like an idea on people's brains. They weren't really considering mm. propaganda back then, but like looking at it now, I'm like, this is a way to humanize cops and make them look like, okay, people like, Absolutely. even if they're fuckwits, yeah. they're still doing their job and protecting and serving. Yeah. And so I just like, that's my disclaimer is like, this is propaganda. <laughs> That doesn't mean it's not good, but you need to, like, know going in, like, this is not what cops are like. And, like, um, except in the parts where they're doing their jobs wrong. <laughs> and, and that way, they're very right. <laughs> that Yeah, I'm glad you said that, because it was the one thing I, I realized going into it, that, this rewatch. Because I hadn't seen it in probably a decade, this movie. Yeah. And so, like, rewatching it now, I was like, oh, this... I really notice it, like, the propaganda going into it now. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's a little bit troubling but at the same time like i see what i i know it's not them specifically doing it like you said it's it's just the american way of like what they've been they've been fed themselves as well yeah absolutely it's like what we've been like especially i'm sure and i think it was like the late 80s early 90s and through like the 2000s when like there was a shit ton of cop shows like there were so many so they were like sure this is just like a topic that we as americans discuss like through mm. our media and they didn't realize that like what these kind of like they do have long lasting impacts like i haven't been able to watch rewatch brooklyn 99 since i realized like how much propaganda it is mm. and i'm like it's tough, sure, you're it? show- yeah it's so tough and i'm like that was one of my favorite shows the jokes in that are so good andy sandberg is like one of my favorites by the way <laughs> another show he directed <laughs> serious oh yeah, yeah that makes sense because he's in it because he has that bit yeah mm. Oh my god, good on him. He's got like a finger in every goddamn pie. Yeah. And I gotta say, Mazel top to him. <laughs> but um, also like they um 
I know that they are working on it this year to try and address that on the show. Yeah. I've heard that they're going to do that. that. So I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with it. But yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, like, like we just said, like, I don't even think like when Andy Samberg and like, I'm sure it was like, I think it was a lot from the Lonely Island team. And then like a lot from Mike Schur for the creation yeah. of this. Mm. Um, and I don't like, again, I don't think that was their intention to humanize cops or to make them look more reasonable. I think they just wanted a like funky premise for a comedy yeah. show. Yeah. And so it's like, in that way, I get it. And they do show some stuff about bad cops, but not nearly as much as <laughs> actually happens. <laughs> and so that's, it's, oh God, it's just so tough to come to terms with that stuff. Yeah. Like, like, also, I just like read one of my notes and I was laughing so hard because I wrote the friend that eats all the drugs. That's me. And I was so high <laughs> watching this. I was like, it's me. I'm eating all the shrimps and all the weed. <laughs> the cops are there. <laughs> like, truly, I hope she hasn't listened to this. But um, my mom told me a story of one time when she was in uh, Mexico when she was like my age. She was 24, 25. Mm. And she was there with my godmom. And they were um, driving and smoking a joint in Mexico mm. and they got pulled over. And so my mom ate the whole joint. And so that like <laughs> nothing <laughs> so that they couldn't get in trouble when they got pulled over by the Mexican police. And I was like, that's me. I was like, I'm the child of that. If we got pulled over, I would definitely eat all the drugs. <laughs> Sad, but true. <laughs> I mean, not to incriminate yourself, but have you ever done that? I actually have. Wait, done like eating yeah, like it? to hide or it. like gotten pulled over. Um, I don't think I ever have. I've never like needed to. I mean, I'm lucky that I I grew up in Chicago, which is like as far as it goes, a pretty liberal city. Yeah. It's not the most liberal, and there's a ton of stuff wrong yeah, with it that yeah. I hope to help be a part of correcting over the next like 20 mm. years. But it it is it's it's pretty like people do drugs there. People drink a lot. Like and and. LA is the same. And those are my two main bases. Like the only place I would have done that would have been in Wisconsin where pot is still very, very yeah. illegal. And I definitely did like, definitely had to hide it sometimes. But no, I've never, I've never eaten weed. <laughs> I'm, I'm very lucky that way. <laughs> what, how? I think I might've done that thing. What? Where you, um, it, I think it's called Wu-Tanging when you, when you're smoking the end of a blunt and you just inhale it and swallow it. <laughs> Um, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it might not be called Wu Tang, so don't like. I just feel like it's something like that. Like it's some kind of rap name to it. Um, it might be that, yeah. but yeah, that's um, that was very popular when I was in college. <laughs> that seems really disgusting. Yeah, no, it's absolutely <laughs> disgusting. But I was trash. So. Oh, was that? No, like I was like the American college movies. Like I was. I am no longer that person, but I was. was. that Was that in Wisconsin? <laughs> yes. Which was just, oh. But yeah, I went to school in Wisconsin, and it's a, it's actually like a very um, drug-not-friendly mm. state for the fact that, like, everyone there is basically an alcoholic. Like, it's kind of crazy mm. how anti-drug they are. But, like, um, Wisconsin is not a, like, a, not a, a super great. Like, I have so much love for it because I went, like, and spent my college years there and, like, met so many people and they can be so kind and like very mm. midwestern in that way but they're like cruelly anti-drug mm. in wisconsin and especially when it comes to their homeless population and stuff too like they don't care that's terrible didn't they turn blue this year they did they did turn blue which makes me like really yeah. hopeful but, but they're, they're still, still like, like yeah. weed isn't even decriminalized no, no. in their state like it's which is nuts because it's, it's decriminalized and like 
I want to say like more than half of the states now and decriminalize just means that like you won't go to jail for it like you could still get yeah. a ticket if you have a certain amount on you and stuff but like you won't get like processed in the carceral yeah. system so it's like weird like why would we it's a I plan know. bro it's, it's a so plan. crazy <laughs> it's so stupid i think i don't know what it, i can't remember what it is even classified here as i think it's like class b they call it uh which is like one the middle of the three so you can get you can still get in trouble for it here but like yeah, yeah wow. i don't know like they're, they're so strict That's with wild. anything here so strict except for except for alcohol alcohol like you can go like walk around yep. the streets drinking it do whatever you want yeah, you guys have open container laws, don't mm. you? You can just like, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> I mean, it is until you're I'm... out on like a a Friday night, just walking around, and you see like loads of drunk people everywhere, like just falling yeah. about. <laughs> God, I can't wait to visit. I have two friends there, and they're both really big potheads. So I'm like <laughs> secure in knowing that when I get there, I will have weed still. <laughs> Where are they in London? Not... Um, one's in East London and one's in West London. I oh, don't know yeah. the name of either. They're very British towns. I'm so sorry, but like that's all I got for you. <laughs> yeah. I asked them and they both told me, and I'm like, okay. I mean, like if you ever want me to send you something, you're gonna need to send me an address because I have no clue where you live. <laughs> it's so well, big, and I've I've actually never like gotten lucky enough to visit. I had one like I had a 24 hour layover in London once mm. where I went to um Leicester Square. Leicester Square. <laughs> the Times Square of London. <laughs> yes, and like me and my friend who were traveling, like we went and yeah. had like lunch there and stuff, yeah. and like hung out, but it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, that's like the, to- the, the most Times Square of London. It is. It's like the most touristy place you could go, <laughs> but it's like. <laughs> It's hilarious. Oh my god, we were walking around with our big bags too because we were like traveling home from Europe. Oh wow. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's great. It's obviously like it, it makes sense like that you'd go there. You're like, oh, where would we go? Let's yeah. go to the place that everyone's talking about. That's where everyone's talking about. So yeah. And unless yeah, you like... got to ride the tube, it was fun. Yeah, tube's nice. <laughs> it's better than public transport here. At least oh, LA LA public transport is so bad. So bad. And I grew up in Chicago too, where they had like yeah. really amazing public transportation. Like I could get anywhere by a bus or a train or mm. like a car. It did not matter. And now I'm like, I drive everywhere. <laughs> I spent two days in Chicago. Uh, we got on the, uh, what's it, the Metro there, isn't it? What's it called there? Yeah. It's called the L. The L. So we, we L. got on it's it. It's like an L shape. We got on it and we went the wrong way and we ended up uh, in like this very dangerous area. <laughs> we got out. Did you take the red line? I don't know. It was like ten years if ago. You took the red line south, like yeah. And, and we were just like, this is not where we should be. And we got straight back on. I had like my expensive camera with me. And everything. <laughs> yeah, that's the nice thing about like the public transportation there, though. Like if you do take it the wrong way, you can literally just get back on the one going the other way. Like yeah. it's super quick and speedy because yeah. I've I've done that plenty of times <laughs> I've like fallen asleep on trains and like ended up in the wrong neighborhood and I'm like can someone come get me <laughs> I'm very scared and very small please me <laughs> oh my god it was so funny though god I miss Europe I can't wait to travel after this yeah come come Especially to London Amsterdam. yeah let me know if you come to London I will yeah oh I will my girlfriend um well so one of my girlfriends um she's like a beautiful beautiful fucking genius 
she um she grew up here but she has dual citizenship here oh, nice. and in spain Ooh. because um that's where her dad's from mm. like her mom met her dad studying abroad and then they had a kid yeah um and so she has been living in europe for the last like four years since we graduated college mm. and she went to get her biochemistry masters in mm. sweden and what? france and then she's been living in London with her boyfriend. And now next year, she's going to Zurich, Switzerland to do her PhD. And I'm like, how did I, how are we even friends? Like, I mean, she's so cool. She smokes pot. She's a genius. She can hang with the best of them. She can mm. drink like a motherfucker. Like mm. she's a man twice her size. <laughs> and she's still, and then she'll wake up in the morning and do chemistry and try to fix viruses and stuff. And I'm like, what? The duality of women is so powerful. <sighs> love it. Just, just the, <laughs> the ultimate. shout out. Love you, Meg. <laughs> shout out to Meg. Yes. You'll have to send her this now. Oh, I'm absolutely. I mean, she listens to everything I do. Oh, She's really? Like, I'm, I'm very lucky that I have like really great supportive friends who nice. like even if they won't tune on to when I'm doing something or can't be mm. there in person, like they'll watch afterwards. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's really it's nice. nice. They're good people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so let's talk about the movie itself. Yeah, let's, um, so it's Super Troopers. It's got thirty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, um, but the audience score ninety percent. Seriously, it's amazing. Like, how do you even deny the quality of the movie when? the audience has said it's so good it's so different and 35 percent is bad and then like 90 percent is yeah. so good on there you do not see Seriously. 90 percent that often no especially from an audience score like yeah. most audiences i feel like usually like the movies less than the critics do yeah unless it's like a really good like you know universally loved movie yeah but i like it blows my mind and i yeah. just i think when when did rotten tomatoes come out how long has that been around like since i have no idea came out? i have it must have been uh my god i have no idea actually so because i think like it probably could also be part of the time like for the time they were probably like this movie's cheap they're going for the cheap laughs mm. like this is like kind of playing into a ton of different stereotypes of yeah. stuff and so i could see how it would get that but yeah but this is also a time of like a lot of stoner comedies i feel like it came out around this yeah, time like and they probably Harold and kumar Harold and kumar is my all-time favorite though <laughs> it's so good i just watched that for the first time about like a month or two oh ago. really so good <laughs> loved it how have you not seen that before bit before a month I don't ago know. i don't know i i feel like i missed a lot of cult classics i also finally about like three months ago i saw clue the oh, 1985 one yeah so good also <laughs> love um what's his name he's so the guy who um plays the butler and he's also in um Charlie's Angels, like the real, the British guy with like the oh the um, Tim Curry, Tim Curry. I love Tim so Curry good. and in Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show. Oh, God, he's amazing. Oh, Tim Curry is him. amazing, just in everything he yes. did. <laughs> yeah, so I've missed out on a lot of cult classics. Like I said, I only even saw tr- Super Troopers like four or five years yeah. ago. But I, I mean, more, not not so much the cult classics. I just meant because it's like a stoner comedy as well. Like that's yeah. the thing. <laughs> I just I assume like comedies. I assume like every stone just watches every stoner comedy. <laughs> I feel like I've seen a lot of them. But I would say that like TV is my love and like movies are my side hoe. Right. So yeah. like I uh I've seen like all the stoner TV shows, like even the really, really 
really bad ones. I'm looking at you, Netflix and Disjointed. But I was going to say, what, like, are Steve, what are Stoner TV shows? I don't, I couldn't even tell you any except for Disjointed. Yeah, there's yeah. like, oh no, there's like weeds. There's, oh. um, there's so many shows about like smoking and selling pot. And just yeah, like, you're right. Like, I consider Broad City to be a, so- a Stoner show in yeah, a lot of that's aspects. True. That's true. And like, I, I also like those kind of things. And I think that's where the American public is at right now is that they need weed to be a part of the show, but not the center topic. Yeah. They yeah. need to like get eased into it is what I'm mm. like seeing from like audiences perspectives. Yeah. Which makes sense. A lot of people still live in like small towns where they've never touched weed and they think weed is literally something that could like <laughs> end up killing you or drive you to reefer madness. <laughs> My favorite of like example of like watching all that is actually it just reminded me is that seventy show where it's yes. Wisconsin as well. Speaking of which, it, but it's like they they humanize it in that show to to an extent, and they even the even the parents start smoking it at one point. Like yes, <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love that seventy show. That was the one where I, when I was younger, I was like, oh, it's okay. Like you can smoke pods or whatever. <laughs> so maybe not a good example in that way but i still it's so good see it's like that it's the shows where weed is a big thing in it but you don't think of it as the basis of the show yeah it's not the basis of the show yeah it's a part it's a part of it but it's not the base it's not the whole theme of the show yeah so stoner shows are ones that are more like laid into it like ones where the people smoke weed all the time like even um i love insecure because it normalizes Mm. like women smoking weed like they're always like the girls are always getting high and I'm like yes ladies like go ahead <laughs> yeah. like normalize it a lot of women smoke weed a lot of adult women smoke weed a lot of adult men do like why are we pretending like this isn't a part of our life I know. even succession and succession they smoke weed in one of the scenes <laughs> like in a few of them like you know what I mean like yeah. it's getting more normalized I'm I mean sorry, they I'm do a lot they do a lot more in succession in but <laughs> they do god I just still like it when I realized that it was brian cox mm. as the chief of the super troopers i like my mind exploded and i had to do everything not to tweet about it or text you about it in that moment and like <laughs> hold in my excitement i was so excited it was so good i was like i love him and i just like mm. really wanted him more than anything to tell them to fuck off but i know i was waiting for it i was waiting i was just waiting for that moment yeah because <laughs> he even has the same accent in it he does. he does the same it accent was, it was so good and like isn't the other isn't the guy who plays the chief of police also like a pretty well-known like actor he is i couldn't place him but he looked really familiar yeah right like he looks like i feel like he's been in a ton of tv yeah That's i feel like he's just I around recognize. he's one of those people that looks just looks familiar and just in things yes he does i might um, be able to tell you now uh oh, oh and the cameos wait what jim gaffigan's in this yeah, that's what I wrote. I just really, I was reading my note that says so many good cameos was that Jim Gaffigan. It was in um, one of the pullover scenes, I think. Um, he was a person pulled over by the police or driving by them, but there was a quick shot on him in the car. Oh. <laughs> and there, there were a few, there were a few like bigger cameos. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I'm going to pull up the IMDb because oh. the, the Rotten Tomatoes yeah. is not enough. It's like five people on that. No. <laughs> but... Yeah, so it opens, basically it opens with um, the scene we were discussing already, which is that mm-hmm. it's Vermont, it's near the border, and three three stoners are driving, and uh, they're, they're trying to get to uh, Canada, and 
<laughs> they see the police. The police like drive by and they get they panic and they uh, they the guy in the back they tell him to eat the whole bag of weed, <laughs> and he does it. Yes, and a bag of shrooms. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it's the weed and then the shrooms and then it's uh. What is the last thing? I can't. I didn't write down the last thing, but I know it's a third thing. And he says no, just just like throw it out the window. I think that was like LSD or something. Oh, maybe. Like I feel like it was some kind of harder drug because he was like, yeah. "I'm already on shrooms and with this speed, like no." <laughs> yeah, it's like this man is gonna die if he does. <laughs> yes, seriously. Even the amount of shrooms he took, I was like, "Holy I know. shit!" I know it's so much. <laughs> it is. And it's then, an entire like, bag. Yeah, I like, oh, no, God, no, it makes me have a mental breakdown just to think about the amount of shrooms he took. I would, like, break through my ego. I would no longer be a person. Well, I mean, he's I kind of doing like, that. He's, he's having, a, like, some kind of, it's almost like, yeah. it's almost like it's what he's visualizing as well mm-hmm. the entire time. Yeah. Um, but basically, the police are just, they, they stop them. Uh, no, sorry, they drive ahead and they think they got away with it. Mm-hmm. The police drive away. And then suddenly, then like they they stopped and they like relax. They start laughing about it. They start, <laughs> they relax, and then suddenly the car is behind them. <laughs> and they're like, "How mm. the hell did that get here?" Out of nowhere, it's so good. Like so you funny. have to definitely suspend all uh, yeah, of belief and reality for this film. Yeah, but if you do, like you will enjoy it so much. <laughs> it's crazy outrageous. So then, then, then the, then the two. Uh, State troopers come out, come up. One's uh, Jay Chandrasekhar, and what the other guy is, I think it's Rabbit. The other guy, yeah, Rabbit, the character, yeah, yeah. So they pull them over, and they, um, <laughs> and basically they just start messing with them. So they like, <laughs> they tell them they want to see their ID, and they keep repeating stuff, and they're just like, just do all this yeah, stuff to just oh, messing with them. Oh, they play the repeating game. Yeah, that's one of their games mm. is when they like repeat things back to back or like yeah. replay things like they didn't happen. Yeah. It's so funny. It's it's what I would want to do if I was doing that job as well. Fair enough. Not that Especially I'm, if you're that bored. Not that I would ever do that job, but... No. God, no. no. Just to be clear, we are not cops. This I'm is not, not sponsored by cops. No. <laughs> um, but, then, but then another car speeds past, and so... They, they, they drag the three guys along in the car with them. They take them into the, into the cop car. And they chase this guy, and it turns out to be uh, Womack in disguise because he tra- pulls up to the station, pulls his wig off, <laughs> and, he, and it's him. And he's just like, oh, you're not fast enough for me. <laughs> and it's, that was so good. <laughs> he's another cop, basically. And, um, yeah. <laughs> and then he decides he's going to mess with the guys outside. So he gets into the cop car and drives them, and he's, he's like, pretends he's hijacking the car. And speeds away. It's like we're going to Mexico, <laughs> and then just o- and then just opening credits. <laughs> yes, and I believe like in that moment, like the uh, guy who took all the drugs was literally just like licking the divider oh, yeah. of the cop car. Yeah. I believe he was like sitting there, like licking the window, and his friends were freaking out. Yeah, and he was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. He's so yeah, good and then, at like, that. Like that opening credits, really, really good open. Mm. It's just it's great because it just like it completely sets the entire scene of like what you what you're going to expect with this movie it's like such a good opening yeah. scene for it um <laughs> and then it's immediately like them sitting in the in the diner like <laughs> chugging maple syrup against each other like they're both have they're in like a maple yeah. syrup contest and it's so disgusting and i read that like they originally they did it with iced tea 
and then it, like didn't <laughs> and then they had to like use real maple syrup at one point and they did like nine takes with real maple syrup oh god i would have vomited yeah. after that so they were like chugging oh. nine bottles of maple syrup wow that's commitment yeah. i gotta i gotta respect that mm-hmm because i mean it's the viscosity of it like yeah iced tea is not gonna pour or look the same as maple syrup yeah well they they made some like thick version of iced tea and then it just didn't look right so oh gross I, I don't know what's worse to be honest <laughs> i don't either like either of those would probably make me violently ill yeah <laughs> <laughs> just pure sugar non-stop like yeah yeah, um, but i mean that's what you expect from those men and the way they act is that they would yeah. eat nothing but sugar yeah <laughs> And they, uh, the 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 actual cops come in. I say the actual cops just to differentiate them. Uh, they um, and they start having an argument with them, and uh, they think that Jay is Mexican. They make a joke about that. Oh my god, I, that would kill me. The yeah. fact that they're like he's so obviously not. I know. Oh god. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I definitely know that coming from like someone who is also like half Indian and like gets mistaken all the time. I know what that's like. <laughs> so I'm like, yep, yeah. I relate to that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um Yeah, it's oh god. God. <laughs> yeah, go on. They they so they find out there's not enough uh, there's been not enough arrests and there's gonna be like they they're gonna lose their jobs if they don't arrest enough people uh, enough and do enough things. Um and then it's just like it's stupid. There's there's so many like just little scenes about nothing, but they're just They <laughs> so are, fun. but they build into it. Like yeah. when uh Foster goes over and flirts with like the the county cop or whatever. Yeah. And, like um builds that it? into it. She's she's also been in stuff too. She I've looks seen... very familiar. Yeah, she does look I feel very like familiar. She was the hot lady in like the nineties rom com or something. Probably. Probably. She looks like a girl next door, don't you think? Yeah. Like I think she totally does. Yeah. But that was a good setup for that because I was like, I loved it. And then being out of maple syrup for her pancakes because they literally drank them all. <laughs> and he makes the terrible joke about like, oh, uh, you're lucky you're not out of ketchup. Or, no, sorry. He says, he says, you're lucky you um you didn't order hash browns because you'd be out of ketchup <laughs> if yeah. they had if they had ketchup. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, what it are you talking so about? I love to watch men embarrass themselves in front of women, but it's yeah. also so hard to watch at the same time. Even if I know it's acting, I'm just like, it, oh, this is so cringy. I think it's so funny. I love doing yeah, it. I love it watching is. that. Um, <laughs> they, then there's a scene of like them in the uh, in the office, and they're just like, um, and father brings it. Father's like trying to prank them, and he brings in like the coffee, and he's like, oh no, that one's for the new guy, for the rookie, and it says rookie on it, and they're like, oh, you've put soap in the coffee. Good one. He's I, like, yeah, I got you. I got you. He is he such. He, oh. Oh, he's such a dick. He's such a dick, and he's so stupid. And yeah. it's just like, I got actually a ton of joy from that scene where the county cops have him, and they're like putting powdered sugar all over him, and they're I like, know. "Sorry about the delousing." And he's like, "This is powdered sugar." <laughs> God, I just hate it. He ruins I, everything. I know. But I know he's meant to do that. I know. I know, I know his purpose, but like. <laughs> he just he's what i imagine real cops are like as well yes agree. okay so yeah i agree i would say he is the closest thing to a real cop in there yeah i'd say him and then the the police chief like the police the, the main guy on the other team i'd say those yeah. two are like the most realistic <laughs> and also the one with the um the mustache who does the bullet game oh was, yeah, like, yeah yeah that um... one too <laughs> i don't know his name 
uh, that like none, none of them they all call each other like their names and their nicknames so it's so hard to keep up with yes. all of them. <laughs> i have no idea which one is which i just know farva and um yeah. rabbit <laughs> i don't even know jay chandrasekhar is like i don't remember no i don't remember name. his name i just keep calling him jay <laughs> we'll call him jay and also but like rabbit is also called rookie that's the other thing that's true rabbit is the rookie oh god um but any anyway there's like um they, they play the meow game at this point which is just like it's so fun so the, the idea is that one of them is going to go over like they pull someone over and they're gonna, they're gonna like say meow 10 times he bets him he can't say meow ten times in the conversation while putting him over. Um, and he goes over and he's like, he just says like, right meow, give me it meow. Like all these things just to say it. And then the guy is just like really yeah. doubting. He's like, what are you are you saying meow? And then he just plays up to it. He's, he's like, what do you think I'm saying? How dare you? Like, Just so it's funny. So it's so yeah. funny. And it's I don't know why that scene is the one that stuck with me all these years, but it's just like, I just it's so memorable. Really? That's your that's your like most memorable scene. I feel like. What would I think yours? I know what mine is, but I'll wait. Oh, till we get okay. To it. You're gonna okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think yeah. what yours was gonna be now. <laughs> it, it it got me good. It was like I just. Hmm. Uh, I'll tell I'll tell you this. Brian Cox is in the scene. Okay. Oh, I think I know. <laughs> I think I, I think <laughs> I know what it's gonna be. Um. <laughs> but uh. I wrote down that the the rookie and father fight, and I don't know, I can't remember why they fight. There's a lot of fighting in this for like no reason. <laughs> There's a lot of fighting, like the big fight at the Winnebago too, versus like the cops and yeah. the um. The I mean that happen, that happens like right after the, the, whatever this scene is. It's like the pig says so the pig in the in the Winnebago they find, and the, and so like they both yeah. they both arrive at the same time, like the, the cops and the state troopers, and they're like both fighting over who's gonna like have jurisdiction, I guess. Yes. <laughs> and. Uh, and uh they just like they're arguing about like um because there's the dead there's the like the dead woman and she's got like a tattoo on her of like a monkey um mm-hmm. smoking a joint i think he is isn't he mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and well, he's smoking like a banana even or something <laughs> it <makes> it, <laughs> it's very stupid but yeah. it's just like she's got a tattoo of that on her and they're like oh that's weird um and then uh so they fight the police over it and everything they're like uh just going over that sort of stuff then rabbit r- rabbit is <laughs> stuffed in the in the uh locker with shaving cream all over his body yes no context it's for like it they're just doing it none it's just like, it was just a scene in there it's just and a scene that's like, what i mean oh. like by like there's so many like just random things i'm trying to like come across the store like there's there's a little bit of a story yeah. but like not really <laughs> no not really it doesn't do much to build it in the story but it's like interesting and funny and it draws you like back into it i guess yeah it just shows how like childish they are i guess yes how immature which is important yeah <laughs> but then there's a, a children's baseball game which is uh jay and his hippie uh white hippie girlfriend's son um yes. and it's like that uh he's he's in like a little baseball game and all of them are there watching and <laughs> and I, th- I guess it's like the children of the cops i don't know because like all the cops Maybe. are there as well yeah they were on the other side so that that has to be yeah it has to be something to do with that but but the whole thing is it's like uh what's his name goes and flirts with the with ursula um yes foster foster yes 
He goes and her name's with- Ursula. There we go. That's why I couldn't remember it because it's so abstract for a white woman. Like, why did they name her <laughs> Ursula? Yeah, it's it's not. I mean, I, I did know. She looks a- like a Katie or a Jen. Like, I, I knew a, I knew a white Ursula at school. <laughs> to be fair, did you? Yeah. I don't. I haven't known any Ursulas, but I just like would never expect someone who looks like the girl next door to be named Ursula. <laughs> like that's that's just what threw me. I was like, what? Can't believe you've known an Ursula in real life. Okay, please continue. Sorry. Literally the only one, but again, like fifteen years ago, this wasn't. Yeah. Not not another one since. I've, I've never met another one since. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but then yeah, so he 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 goes and flirts with Ursula about um. <laughs> about uh just like things in general and he's like eating his snow cone and she flirts back with him and then she's like uh she's like oh sorry about the thing oh you you can have a punch if you want against like you can but she's like obviously messing around she like closes her eyes and as she closes her eyes the baseball comes flying through and like whacks her in the in the chin and she thinks he's hit him hit her Yes, but then it was so good it's so good but then like at the same time she just doesn't care after that she's fine that's what I was thinking. Like, she literally flipped a switch. Like, yeah. either she didn't, she didn't, like, she actually did think that he hit her or she, like, didn't think she did and, like, she wanted to hit him anyways, like, hit him back. I don't yeah. know, but that's, like, I thought about that. That didn't make sense to me. Like, in one moment, she was like, you just punched me. And the next moment, they were flirting. I was like, "Yeah, what? <laughs> I was like, I don't take as kindly to men hitting me. So, it's like, maybe it's a cop uh, thing. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Like, if someone hit me, I'm not going to flirt with them anymore. Yeah, agreed. Um, but yeah, that was really fucking funny. That was so perfectly timed. <laughs> I think that's the whole purpose of, like, that scene is just for that. It seems yeah, like... it is. Absolutely. Some of them are literally just, like, gags that they were like, we really don't want this bit to die. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. Like, even bit. the giant cotton candy thing. Like, they just, like, they prank yeah. the other guys with the giant cotton candy and he gets so angry and he, like, shoves it on the person's head. <laughs> that was yeah it's just it's childish it's very like if adults acted like children and i like that about the humor yeah um but then like foster goes to the police station to talk to ursula and uh <laughs> and he's just like flirting with her there and she's like fine with it again because it's so that's i think that's the other thing is immediately immediately after she flirts they flirt again yeah it's not even that's, like a scene was... between it no they didn't tie it together or anything. I was like, can I have some contact? Can I have a crumb of context, please? <laughs> it's very can I strange. Have just a sprinkle of context in here. <laughs> but then they um they pull over to, I'm gonna be jumping around a lot because it jumped the, the movie does yeah. jump around, so I apologize for it that. <laughs> um but then they, they go to the bun they pull over like this truck this like big truck that's like bunty soap and they play yeah. the repeat game with him. Even though, like, Jay is like, no, don't do it. Let's be serious. Let's be... Oh, was it Jay? Yeah, with Jay saying to be serious because... Yeah, Jay wants to be serious. Like, he was actually committed to, like, the the police station keeping. Yeah. So he says, like, let's not play it. And then the other guy wants to play it. And the guy uh, is like, okay, fine. Opens the truck up. They get inside. And he locks them in there. (laughs) And, like, runs away. (laughs) So they get picked up two hours later by the rest of them. (laughs) And then they find out that it was inside the boxes, inside the truck, was just lo- loads and loads of weed with the with yeah. the monkey lo- uh, monkey logo on it. <laughs> yeah, the same one that was tattooed on the mysterious woman in the Winnebago. Yeah. If you were listening, <laughs> <laughs> so does that tie together? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, people, some people don't think so. <laughs> um, yeah. 
the cops. <laughs> yeah. But, so they have all this weed in, in the in in their station and the mayor shows up to have a photo shoot with it. That was so good when the mayor showed up and he was he like, showed... throw me that gun. Yeah, he like, throw me the gun. He starts like doing moves with it and everything. Just like a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny. And so they get in the paper with that. And... <laughs> And then the next scene is this, like, German port. Like, they pull over these Germans in a Porsche. Oh, my God. What the fuck What is that scene? Mean? What is going on? And I think... Just for a stolen car? Like, what? <laughs> I think... Like, I they feel... weren't part of it, were they? No. They weren't part of anything. They were just, like... they, well, just they were stolen doing it. a separate crime. Yeah, yeah they, they they'd the stolen car. the car. they stolen the Porsche. And uh, like, I, I feel like this that whole scene was just for the purpose of, like... The, you know, like those comedies from around that time were just like where they had to have a naked woman at some point they had to yep. have a sex scene i think it was just for that i think so too <laughs> it does seem like that they were like oh man there haven't been too many chicks in here and the one we do have has been fully clothed this entire time we gotta <laughs> do something and we gotta do something quick yeah and like the whole thing is just like they pull them over and then rabbit goes up to them and start and like does the whole and stalk talks to them and then start and then the woman gets out the car and he starts just like fully making out with her like feeding her mm. up and it's just very very weird <laughs> yes but then uh, jay uh, finds yeah. out that it's a hot car yeah which like, i didn't know that that minute was stolen when they said it was hot i was like yeah like portions are cool <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like oh okay it's stolen car that's what that means <laughs> i feel like i've always known that i don't know where i must have learned it from like early cop shows or something <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't know that. I was like, oh, it's a, it's a hot car, hot car. <laughs> like hot potato? I don't know. But uh, yeah, I love that. And like the man, the, the husband was trying to barter sex with the wife to uh, get them to get out of it because he knew they were driving a hot car and had gotten yeah. pulled over. <laughs> She's like, I will do something for you if you will let us go, basically. And, yes, exactly. and then he's like, what the husband is like watching, like really turned on by it as well. Yes, huge cock, definitely. Yeah. Loved it. <laughs> uh, to each their own, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the uh, eventually he takes they take they take them away or whatever, and then Rabbit takes out the car on his own, puts on a wig, and takes out the car on his own, and just speeds off. <laughs> yep. It's and then so you fucking ridiculous. And then you find out, like, the, the the Germans are having, like, a foursome with, with Jay and his, his girlfriend as well. Yes. Oh, my God. It was literally so much insanity. But these are back-to-back scenes. It's, like, yeah. it's so weird. There's so many weird things in here. But, um, it is. Then, then it starts to pick up the story now, finally. So, like... Foster goes and like pretends to he calls he calls Ursula on the phone and pretends to be like this creepy he pretends to be a woman who's like seen a creep and then he like she looks <laughs> out the window and he, he's like pretending to flash her um yeah but it's him on the phone obviously and then she like and then he hears like the sound of a gun cocking and like it's <laughs> like this this voice saying like they're gonna kill him basically and he's like very scared and then suddenly he realizes it's Ursula on the voice modulator uh right behind yeah. him <laughs> Which is a it's a fun scene. Um It is. And then they like they start making out, they go to they jump into the uh the Winnebago to like go have sex and they find uh so the bed smashes and they find all the drugs underneath. 
So like they've been hired, the the basically the Winnebago has been in like the police lot for days or whatever, and it's just been sitting there with like loads of drugs unknown to them, supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, they so they go and like hook up in, <laughs> they go and hook up in the back of a car instead, in the back of a cop car. Oh, and they lock themselves in they there. They lock themselves in yeah. because yeah, because she was like, she was like, uh, Foster, uh. <laughs> When I get in the back of a cop car, you usually have to let someone out. Mm. And and they're like, oh, fuck. But then they just did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, and then it goes to, like, father. And his, um, he's like, he wants to, like, be part of the team. And he wants to get involved in everything. It's like, oh, what do you do? What do you do for fun? What are your pranks and everything? He's like, uh, they're like, oh, we do the meow game. It's like, oh, that's nothing. I, can go, I bet I can go and, like, call one of them a chicken fucker. <laughs> and, and, like, yeah. el- and so he goes and tells, the, tells these, like, old, elderly people, he calls them a chicken fucker. Literally, like, as he's pulled them over. <laughs> and yeah, that, he does not get it. He he's does the not, one who yeah, wants yeah. to be a part of the crew so badly that he he'll really just say does. anything. And it's like, no, that's not correct. That's not what we want. No, you're just an asshole. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> But he get he kind of gets a bit of comeuppance here because he like goes, <laughs> they go to the uh, the fast food place, and yes, <laughs> and the the guy behind the counter is like fast food for a cop. <laughs> He's like announces it, and then you're like, why did you say that? Why do you say for a cop? Are you gonna spit in it? <laughs> it's like, no, I'd never do that. <laughs> and then he asks for a liter, his liter of cola, and they're like, wait, but then the guy goes. Hold the spit. Oh yeah, hold the spit. Yeah, you're right. It's just hold the spit. <laughs> he, asked for, he asked for a liter of cola, and he's just like, "What is a liter of cola?" <laughs> but the way he like Bobber said it is like, "Give me a liter of cola." Yeah, a liter of cola. And he's like, "What's a liter of cola?" And he's like, "No, I want a liter of cola. A liter of cola." And oh my god. And then Jay he, like, goes, puts it in the mic. Yeah, like liter of cola. Liter of cola. And then Jay goes to him, just have a large father. Just have a large father. And he goes, I don't want a large father. <laughs> Another stupid, great joke. So stupid, so good. And then they're sitting down, and he like peels off the like the money uh, thing on it, like the, yeah, like the fake McDonald's Monopoly thing. I guess it is. And like yeah. it's like <laughs> there's a hole in it. It is. He's just covered yes. in the in the in the drink. Just covered in and it, and he just launches. He just yeah, he just launches himself at it. and tackles the guy, and so he gets arrested for it. <laughs> yep, and he ends and up. Yeah, in... and that's how he ends up getting like sprayed mm. down and covered in powdered sugar by the like county cops. Yeah, because <gasps> they say they're delousing him, <laughs> but it's just yeah. powdered sugar they're pouring on him, and they're just like <laughs> spraying him with water and then powdered sugar. <laughs> and he's so actually ridiculous. he's like fully naked as well. I was surprised. And he doesn't look like he's not enjoying it as much as I would expect no, someone he's like to look fine like they're not it. enjoying it. Yeah. He's just dealing with it. He's just like, okay, this is part of it. <laughs> but but yeah, like that he turns around and you like see him fully naked. Which yeah. surprised I me. I was like, I didn't I didn't need that. No. <laughs> um, it was fine, you know. All bodies are great and everything, but I was like, okay, I could have lived without this, probably. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting it as well. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't either. <laughs> like, oh, there's this, there's this PC. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, but then the the chief tries to make a deal. Um, I can't remember what deal he tries to. He just he oh he go he goes he's to trying the to make a deal with the county like the county yeah. chief. Yeah, but I can't remember what deal he's trying to make. Do you remember? He was trying to um say that like if if they're 
if they work together on this and like split it, that he had the lead, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I think that's what he was saying. He's like, I know what the, how this is connected. And they were like, no, you're stupid. Yeah. And then he starts making all the jokes and he's like, Oh, I got Mr. Bananas on the line. He said he wants to like say he did the crimes yeah. and confess. <laughs> Just awesome. So cruel. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, don't treat Brian Cox that way. No, he would, especially not now. <laughs> No, especially not now. <laughs> and then, uh, but the, but then they all they all go back to like the they all go back and like watch Johnny Chimp Chimpo while high. <laughs> they literally like yes. they, they like dig into the into the uh, yeah the stash and they just like they start watching Johnny Chimpo while high. They're like maybe you missed something. Watch it again. <laughs> so <Yeah. good. laughs> and that show looks insane. <laughs> it's just like what is going on. It does. <laughs> The fact that they probably made that for this is yeah, like crazy. Definitely. It just looks like a fever dream. <laughs> yes, it does. And there's just there's just the great joke about like Brian Cox just like, I won't have any more of your shenanigans. Stop saying stop saying shenanigans. The next one to say shenanigans are pistol whip and, and then they go they they get father back and they're like, Father, what's that name of the place? Uh, the restaurant with all the badges and like he's like, You mean shenanigans? <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, God damn it. <laughs> it's, oh, God. I just, like, love it. They're, like, really rewatching it now. Like, Brian Cox made the film for I d- me. Yeah, I just love angry Brian Cox. It's just so funny. Same. He's great. <laughs> this was, like, a perfect role for him. He should never be happy or pleased in any of his roles. That's just the truth. <laughs> um, And they go and they, they have their, like, biker's date where, <laughs> where, um, Ursula shows up and she's wearing like a, a biker outfit and then and then uh Foster is wearing a cyclist outfit and he like <laughs> he's like oh bikers of course yeah oh bikers. I love that I love how like they're never on the same page but no. still somehow they just continue to vibe I'm like yeah. this makes no sense and does not track for real life no <laughs> uh, I don't even I can't even remember if anything happens in that scene or if it's just that bit <laughs> I wrote. I just wrote down biker's date because I don't think anything happens. I'm not sure. That's so. Yeah, I think it might just be like them having another mishap. They like really love to hone on that. Oh, and then here's the scene that, um, it's just <laughs> painful to to imagine. It's just that when they're testing the cup shots, <laughs> they have yes, a, like a, I... they have like a, a a bulletproof cup supposedly, and they put it on. <laughs> Yes, and they, they wearing... did. They had the bulletproof, but like we're completely naked besides that, or at least one yeah. of them was. Yeah, <laughs> and they're just shooting the cup, and then they're like, "Oh, um, who is it? They try and get to do it. It's the rookie, isn't it? They want to get, and he go- he's going yeah, to go do so. it. And then Brian Cox shows up, and he's like, um, oh yeah, we ha- we played this in my day, um, and then he like grabs the gun and shoots the uh, shoots the window, and he's like, in my day they were blanks." <laughs> That's my favorite part. That's it. That's it. That was it. Oh, that's not not the one I was expecting. He goes, you six sons of bitches. He was like, back in my day, we used blanks, you six sons of bitches. And I was like, that's it. That's it. That's exactly what I wanted and needed from Brian Cox at this moment. That's not the scene I was expecting. I thought it was a later one. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I have like two favorites, but like Uh. one's more just a note. But that one, (laughs) that is a great, it's a really funny scene. You sick fucks. You sick fucks. Yeah, because he's actually having it done. He, he's, like, properly doing it. <laughs> Which is... Oh. <laughs> what are you doing? No, that's, like... 
scary and a lot of trust to put in other people. Mm. Could not. Could not be me. But um, yeah. Then then they have the governor's meeting. So it's like it's near the end of the movie now, where they have the governor's meeting and um, they, she shows oh, yeah, up. Yeah, the governor. I, I, and she's like shows up and then um to see everything and this is what you said you were saying earlier about like she shows up and she's like just weed oh okay yes <laughs> i love that part okay so just weed is that is that everything <laughs> um, yeah and then she like um they get they get the police to leave the station so they can like break in <laughs> yep and they steal the winnebago and while that's going on, the uh, the police are watching Rabbit have uh, sex with a bear. <laughs> Rabbit, yes. as in, what, oh Rabbit is in. Rabbit is in. He's one of the names of the characters. I forgot about that. That is how they keep him distracted. It's, it's so, so weird. Good. It's so weird and good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like dressed up the as. Whole outfit altogether. He's dressed up as okay. like a hillbilly or something, and then. <laughs> He's having sex with a fake bear, like with these noises playing in the background, and everyone's like terrified. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Sir, are you okay? Is this consensual?" Is this like, consensual? Like, <laughs> they're being so weird. Like, I swear I they asked, believe, don't they ask like, the bear if it's consensual? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> it makes no sense. But they, they, the, the, the other guys sp- uh, take the Winnebago and they speed to the meeting, uh, which a couple of them are already at. And they find out that Officer Brady has already turned in the weed because <laughs> they think they're turning in the weed. Officer Brady's mm-hmm. already done it, and and Foster thinks he's betrayed. Yeah, Foster thinks he's been betrayed by Ursula, and so they have an argument. Um, and they're all out of their jobs. They've lost their jobs, <laughs> and they fight. And they're all drinking. They're all having a like. Last minute drink, and they find out that father is a cop now. He's take he's got one of their yes. he's got a job because <laughs> of course he would be the one to do it. Out of all, of course them. he would. No loyalty. <laughs> and so they cuff him to a toilet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they steal his cop car and they go out like completely drunk. And I thought this was going to be your favorite scene, which is just like they they're staying in the cop car and Brian Cox is like very drunk and like smashing everything up and like breaking brady's house <laughs> like, yeah like outside brady's house one more really i have one more brian cox moment it's in the end it's like one of my last notes it's so good <laughs> great great i don't even know what that one's gonna be now <laughs> i know you probably it probably didn't even like cross your mind but for me i was just like wow <laughs> that's amazing this is the brian cox i love it now um but while they're doing all that foster radio radios ursula and she's like Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what the plan is. Uh, she tells them the plan. She's like, "Meet me at ten thirty at this location." And so they go there and they're watching. And they're like, "She's late." And as they're there, uh, the truck, the original truck, drives past and they recognize it. And they go to like drive out to stop it. And father pulls up <laughs> in, in like the Porsche and stops them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's oh, like... it's so good. It's what? <laughs> it's so great. And they're all just like, "What are you doing?" And and all this stuff, and they like they're looking out with the binoculars, and they see that the police are all in on it. If they think, first of all, they think the police are like there first, and they're gonna like arrest everyone. But then they find out the police are in on it, and they're like they're like trafficking uh, weed into Vermont, I guess. They say yeah. they're trafficking. Yeah, in. they are. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and so they take them all down. They like rush in, 
and well, father goes in first, and he's like, uh, pretends to be—he's like the the decoy essentially, and he like pretends uh, to be an idiot for one scene, and the rest of them manage to get in and stop all the police. <laughs> yes, they do. Oh my god, it was just God the whole the whole all of this. I didn't see the ending coming, especially really like given all the banter. I mean, like I it's been a while since I saw it, and I was watching. It, and I was like, oh, this makes sense. This is how they'd end up, and then I was like. Oh shit! <laughs> so good. See, my mind always goes to like, I don't trust them. They're the bad guys. So I'm like, okay, that's gonna yeah. happen. Agreed. <laughs> I don't trust them either. <laughs> and then um, they, so they take them down, and but the stage, they find out that even though all this has happened, the station is still closing, and it cuts to like three months later, and you and you like and you see Jay and. Uh, is it Rabbit? Yeah. So, oh, is this when they're working for the keg thing? Yeah. Okay, I think this happened before this. Um, oh, The I thing something. I have to mention about Brian Cox. Go, is that, go. Oh, no, it's so small. It's literally just that I noticed. But that scene where they're all, um, like, uh, what is it? Morning, like they're mourning over the loss of the station, essentially. Oh, yeah, that's when they're drinking. Um, that's, that's when they're first drinking, yeah. Is it? Okay, well, then I must have missed it. But um, it's the scene where Brian Cox is wearing the jeans, oh, yes. the jean shirt, yes. jean jacket. And I literally, like, I wrote, I was like, this is way more iconic than Britney and Justin. Like, Brian <laughs> Cox did it first, and don't you ever try to take credit again. That's so true. And he really did do it, it first. Is. It looked amazing, too. I was like, wow, Brian Cox, an icon. Who would have thought it? It's not even double denim, it's triple denim. <laughs> Yes, it was triple. I was like a two thousands icon. We love him because you know, so like good. you know, like double denim is supposed to be like the Canadian thing. <laughs> Maybe it's the thing of like, no, I'm gonna do one step more because I'm in for one. Yeah, a Canadian, a Canadian tuxedos. Yeah, Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. Yes, I loved it. That's great. That's you're right. That is so funny. And he calls it. Uh, father calls him something funny, but I can't remember what it is. Oh, he does. You're right. I don't know what he called him either, though. Hmm. He said something. It's quite funny, but I didn't write it down for some reason. He had a good singer. We'll just let that know. Let that exist out there. <laughs> yeah. It's the one singer he gets. Um, but it, anyway, it's like three months later, and the, the they like t- they're now like delivery they like delivering beer to this house. So they got like a new job as a as like these beer truck these like truck drivers with like delivering beer and this pe- these people open the door and it's one of the stoners from the start of the movie yeah. <laughs> and he's terrified he's like oh it's you guys he recognizes them immediately <laughs> and he's like they're like yeah we lost our jobs don't worry about it it's fine we're not we're just here to deliver the beer so like he messes with them he like tells them to like bring the keg in put it in one place and then like no, actually, over this place. Oh no, actually, the feng the feng shui would look better on this place. Yeah. And like, as all that's got going on, they're like, "Oh, um, is it? Is, how can we have your ID?" And it's like, "Oh, I don't have ID, but what I do have is like this five dollar bill." Gives it to them, and they're yeah. like, "And they're like, oh no, actually, um, so I can't remember the currencies of like everything. So what is it? Is it, is it Lincoln? Is it? Is that right? That might be like a one dollar bill. No, then- <laughs> maybe it's a ten. I, don't know. I feel like it's a t- like a ten or a twenty. Years. It's not yeah. no, twenty is a Hamilton. I know that one. Um, I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> but point is, he asks for one. He says, "I'll make." Uh, so he, he, uh, the guy pulls one out and just tears it in half. He goes, "You can split it 
Yeah. And they get they get so angry they're like, well, and then they, they rip their jumpsuits off and they got their police their full police uniforms on underneath. Mm-hmm. So they they're, they're now actual cops, and they they are all the people run out. They go to arrest people and then <laughs> and then it's the end of the movie. But in the end credits, <laughs> it's them partying with the stoners. <laughs> Wait, but first at the end of the movie. Um, before like the credits roll, um, the same guy who ate the mushrooms and the weed in the beginning, when the party is getting broken up, he yes. runs out of the basement yes. naked except for his boxers. Yes, and he's like, "I love acid." And then like he looks and the cops are there, and he's like, "Oh fuck, not again." Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay, but those are some of like the most iconic end credits like i've really developed a new love for like end credits of movies that are super great Mm. and like that's up there for me it's a great so good (laughs) yes because not only does it like tie everything in but it's just so funny as well yeah it was it was hilarious i was like oh i'm actually like enjoying this Mm. (laughs) it was so good just like top tier like if you want to get stoned or drunk and watch a movie like super troopers is for you it's such a fun movie. So I don't get why people dislike it so much because even, even just as like a light comedy or whatever, it's it's well made. Like yeah, like, okay, it doesn't have much of a story going for it, but it's still everything in it is funny. Yeah, what's and that's the, like the, the point of comedy. Yeah, it doesn't like have to make sense. Most yeah. things in comedy don't make sense, and that's why they're funny. Mm. No, and I like, totally agree. And it still holds up. It still holds up watching yeah. it now. Other than like the propaganda, but <laughs> yes, and the weed things. Like I, I wrote a note about that too, and I was like, "It's crazy watching this now and seeing how much like the perception around weed has oh, changed." Oh, the perception and how, has like, changed. Yeah. And in Vermont, like they probably don't give a fuck about weed anymore unless <laughs> it's being like trafficked from Canada to Vermont or vice versa. Yeah. But like, they Vermont's got bigger problems. I'm pretty sure they're mm. part of like the opioid crisis in America. Yeah. So it's like they have bigger <laughs> shit to focus on now. The government gave us all drugs that got us addicted, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about like what what you love about it then. Like, what makes it uh, a good movie in your opinion? Can is it can can you uh, speak to it more than what we've already discussed? Uh, um, yeah, I just like. I think it's a really like quintessential comedy that doesn't really like, it doesn't ask you to think too hard. It doesn't ask you to think too much. It just asks you to kind of like suspend your disbelief of reality and Mm. just be like, Hey, enjoy this. And that's why I love it because it's like, it's simple. It's a simple pleasure. It's not something you have to like pay attention to the whole time. But if you do pay attention, you'll catch all of the smallest jokes and every single like little bit of like plants and payoffs that they have in there, which Mm. is like very worthwhile. Um, yeah, like they built so much into it. And like when, if you actually watch it with like a comedy perspective and not a film perspective, you're like, this is great. Like they yeah. are totally hitting all the marks they're supposed to. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. So I, yeah, I just don't, just I don't get what people didn't like about it. It's so, I really don't, I don't I, it's one of the ones that I really don't understand why it's so low. Yeah. I think, it, I think it was the weed to be honest. I think it Possibly, was a lot of yeah. like the times and like who knows maybe even people at that time were like no i still don't like cops <laughs> <laughs> like it's possible they were like i just don't want to see another cop movie like there were so many there were so many yeah even around that time there were con the constant i can think of so many cops yeah like, at, like com- action comedies with cops in them <laughs> so many and i'm like why did we need all of these when we could have just had like a few good ones yeah but 
yeah i think it's a great movie i think everyone should watch it like if you have a love for comedy then like watch it because yeah. it's not going to disappoint yeah i completely agree <laughs> do you have any final thoughts on that uh you want to add to it otherwise we'll move on to the no. final segment no i don't think so i'm just like really excited to have gotten to watch another thing with brian cox and i may restart succession <laughs> that's probably a good shout yeah <laughs> that's my it's final great. thought i love succession so anything with brian cox i'm fully on board have you seen um adaptation i haven't what's that on uh i don't know what what it's on it's a it's a movie oh it's a movie yeah i thought it was a show sorry it's a nicholas cage movie but like brian cox has like one or two scenes in it but he's so good in it and he's just like he he plays a real person in it uh who is like do you know um so there's a, a book on screenwriting that's like synonymous with screenwriting. It's called, um, I think it's actually just called screenwriting. <laughs> I'm trying to look at it on my shelf. Okay. Right now. Um, no, it's called Story. Sorry, it's called Story. And it's like a book synonymous with screenwriting. And it's about, um, so he plays the, the author of that in it. And the author is just a, an asshole, but he plays it like the Brian um, Cox way in this as well. So it's so, it's so worth does. like just watching that scene with him in it. <laughs> I probably will. <laughs> I definitely recommend looking up that because you can watch the scene out of context with the rest of the movie as well. Yeah. So it's fine. It's Absolutely. so funny. <laughs> um, I love it. Cool. So let's discuss the final segment, which is do you have a the reverse of this, which is a movie that you consider to be terrible that everyone that the critics and people love? Um I you know which one was big that I really hated growing up was Shell Hell. I still hate it to this day. Like, even though it's like a great comedic cast and a great (laughs) cast in general, I'm like, that movie's fucking stupid as hell. (laughs) Like that is, and I get that that's the point of it is that he's shallow, but I'm like, it it was so much of that, like 2000s propaganda Mm. of how women should look and how women (laughs) should be and stuff. And so I was like, fuck that. But I know like people universally love it. I mean, that's a Jack Black film, right? Isn't Mm. that who plays Shell Hell? Yeah. So it's like, it's good. It's good comedically, but I'm like, that. that's that that's one that really doesn't hold up actually speaking about comedy from around that time i think they came out the same year as well i think so too i think they were right around the same time mm. and it's like i don't i don't take too hard of a look at comedy movies but when mm. they start to take like to go into making societal commentary yeah i think there's like a certain responsibility in there yep <laughs> i completely agree with that <laughs> yeah have so you... that's my movie i love jack black but i cannot watch that have you seen that only once or have you seen it like yeah yeah no only once <laughs> i've seen everything i like at least five times but i have yeah. not ever watched that a second time one was enough yeah actually I, I wanted to ask what is your favorite stoner comedy then is it this um no 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 probably pineapple express or this is the end oh those are great those are so good yeah <laughs> i huge seth rogan fan like yeah. love his stoner comedy style where it's very like rooted in reality like mm. it's it's like these silly situations that stoners get themselves into and like even <laughs> super bad like i just i love those kind of stoner comedies mm. so good and like i don't know the new ones when they're like trying to make comedies and they're trying to make women smoke weed in them and look normal i'm like this feels so forced <laughs> well, so which ones forced. are you talking about now like from recent uh-huh. um trying to think like there was uh there was that what was that was that netflix original with like gina rodriguez and britney snow and, oh yeah um, the girl who plays nola darling in the reboot of Some... um she's gotta have it i can't yeah. remember her name oh, but i'm in love with her i do know her name it's like uh, i don't know but 
um like that movie and like um there's this one that i really like called the visa love drunk it's also like a netflix original i think okay. with uh the girl from like love and some other things oh and, yeah 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 uh, i've seen phoebe that. i think from two dope queens yeah and yeah. like and then uh vanessa bear yeah and like that's really great but like the way like that one's kind of funny they use weed a little bit funny like mm. the one girl's a super stoner but it's like even when they don't depict stoner women it's so like that's all they do and that's all they think about is yeah. like it's like that's not true they just love to smoke weed <laughs> there's more to them <laughs> just in my in 10 years my favorite stoner comedy will be the one that i made myself but yeah no i love the stoner comedies and i just like anything that i can like turn on and just enjoy without having to think so much about it which is probably why i love comedy so much yeah <laughs> that is my, i think comedy is so much my favorite uh medium as well like for any kind of comedy i just love it i'm just so ha- yeah. happy to, yeah <laughs> so anytime someone gets a comedy i'm happy with this as well <laughs> yeah i love it but oh, yeah thank God. thanks so much for doing this um yeah what a good movie thank you for having me on to discuss this this is so much fun yeah um how can we find you online and do you have anything you'd like to plug at the moment fantastic um you can find me on twitter at milfweed that's m-i-l-f-w-e-e-e-d that's three (laughs) e's in weed um i'm also on instagram i'm posting sometimes under h-o-c underscore comedy that's for like my memes and stuff from twitter and jokes and then i'm working currently on producing a weed talk show um that will hopefully go into production and be ready to like show to audiences in early 2021 it's going to be um hosted by me and another female comedian and it's going to be educationally based and then we'll have a third comedian to talk about whatever topics surrounding weed that we're talking about that day Mm -hmm. um so i'm very excited for that that's That's like my two passions to get to do comedy and weed together is that going to be online or is it um is it an in-person show? that'll be online okay no that'll be online it's going to be called smoke show and hopefully it'll be launched in early 2021 but besides that catch all my shit that i'm doing now on twitter and instagram Right, great. Well, thanks so much for doing this. Yes, thank you, Yanis. This is great. That's the end of the episode and the end of the season. If you've enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. And I'll be back in the new year with a huge lineup of new guests to bring you more movies that critics got wrong. <laughs>